Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for thevikingage.com. And as always, I'm joined by Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Zone Coverage and Bring Me the News. Before we start today's show, make sure to uh, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching. Subscribe to our channel and like this video. And also make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, All right. Before we get into anything else, Chris, I wanted to wish you a happy 18th anniversary of the disgusting act known as the Randy Moss moon in the Vikings 31 to 17 win over the Packers in the first round of the 2004 playoffs. Did you watch that live? Did you watch that? Oh yeah, I was, uh, so what year was it? It was junior? 2004. Wait, I, was a, I was a junior in high school. Yeah. So I think I was a junior in How old high are you? school. I am 36. Yeah, I'm 35. So. so I was either, yeah, junior or senior, one of the two. But yeah, we went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, a very classy establishment. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I, I would have, it would have been more fun to watch an actual bar like I did the 2009 NFC Championship game. But I remember um, the big screen, they showed it and Moss doing the moon. And like, I, I remember just, looking at and seeing him doing it and my friend was like dude randy moss pretended to pull his pants down like that that's awesome like just this little thing and we <laughs> couldn't hear the commentary like right, joe buck like yeah having an aneurysm and you know next thing you know yeah. we get home and it's like everywhere else and like people are like wagging their finger or whatever if randy moss were on defense he could have done something like that yeah. but you know so so if if you didn't hear it live then did you hear it? did they play like on the news or like on sports center or something like that on the news or sports center, I, you know, I mean, obviously I heard it at some point. Yeah. Maybe it was like K fan or something, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, yeah. Was- I, and they said, they said too, I think Tom Pelissero was on a podcast and he was talking about it. And they said like Joe Buck might have thought he was like actually you know, wipe, wiping his ass on the po- goalpost yeah. or something like yeah. that. And that's yeah. why he said it was disgusting. <laughs> but um, yeah, kind of an overreaction, but. Still one of the greatest touchdown celebrations in history. Although I absolutely loved Joe Mixon's coin flip on Sunday. Oh, I thought that yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> well, um, and he'll probably get fined for it because he's on offense and yeah. that's a prop. But uh, um, but he's funny. on defense. It's fine. So, side note for that. Uh, uh, just found out the other day I'm blocked by Joe Mixon. Probably because every time I see him come up, or anything I mentioned that he punched sucker punched a girl in the face in college, so he probably didn't like that. Um, well, don't do it if you didn't like it. Uh, I just I was yeah. looking to see that the Vikings were uh, six point underdogs in that uh, 2004 matchup against the Packers. So I remember I, I just remember like 
they weren't they weren't supposed to win, and they went up seventeen nothing. Yeah, uh, and the game was basically over. That so. was the uh, that was the Afros game too. Yep, the yep, America's yep, finest yep. receivers on Sunday, and everybody and had the big Afros. And just Justin Jefferson did that yesterday. Yeah, hopefully he keeps it for the playoffs because yeah, I don't know. We could use that. Is KJ Osborne, yeah, he KJ Osborne has dreads, um, so he could do it probably if he wanted to. I don't know if on the last time he probably like undid his hair or if he can even do that. Um, And then, yeah, I don't know who else has it. So it would be, uh, you know, Adam Thielen, obviously can't do it. Uh, (laughs) Go get, go get an Afro from a Halloween store. Uh, That, yeah, that probably, that that probably wouldn't go over too well in uh, this day and age. Uh, But moving on to the uh, Vikings beating the bears yesterday. Uh, they, They did play a game week 18. They beat the bears. They got their second, uh, I guess what two score victory over uh was it two yeah it was two it was two yeah. so sixteen points so they got their second two score victory of the year uh got the first one in week one got the second one week eighteen so you know uh better late than never they won twenty nine to thirteen over the the hapless Bears who were they they were not trying to win they were they were like we can get number one pick um. And you know we, we they they made a phone call to Lovey uh, uh, when the game was about the end in, in Houston. They're like, "Go for two. and he did it, and then uh, they got the number one pick. Uh, but yeah, the Vikings they gained 482 total yards on offense. Kirk Cousins threw for 225 yards in the first half. They held the Bears to just 141 passing yards. Uh, most of the starters played the first half. Uh, the Nick Mullins and people came in the second half. Nick Mullins looked pretty decent actually for. You know, just back up. If he had a full week of preparation, I feel like I wouldn't be too worried about him if he had to go in there. Uh, 13 different players touched the ball on offense, so everybody got some some action yesterday. Pretty meaningless game overall. Had a like like you said, even leading up to the game, like it had it's going to have like a preseason feel, and it did. Um, but were there any encouragements or concerns from this game? I don't think anyone got really that hurt i know chan sullivan and delvin cook kind of went down a little bit but nothing too serious i don't think yeah the delvin cook ankle tweak was a little concerning for me especially since they brought him back and so it was his like, knee he got hit in the knee yeah his knee so maybe it was just like he got cut with a cleat caps or something oh okay that's what yeah happened. and they couldn't stop the bleeding that's why they wouldn't let him back in uh, and they did let gotcha. him back in but but yeah he didn't have to come in at all he didn't have to come back at all like what right like, He's gonna. He's not gonna be, you know, like ready for next week if he doesn't get those two more snaps in the first half against the Bears. But yeah. So anything, anything you take away from yesterday? Um, you know, I, the offensive line still a bit of a concern, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the playoff perf- uh, opponent now, the New York Giants. Yep. Uh, they love to blitz. They yep. send a lot of pressure. Yep. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau could be going up against. Uh, either Blake Brandel or Ole Udo on the right side. Yep. And then I don't know what they're going to do at center because Chris Reed still doesn't know the snap count. Um, <laughs> that's a problem. I, I don't Bradbury's know. Bradbury's practicing uh, on, on Wednesday. That's what O'Connell said today. 
So yeah, hope, hopefully they get well, and and that's what you have to worry about too. Like, is Bradbury practicing, and then does it go well? Like, there's yep. two hurdles yep. to clear yep. here, and then there's a third in the game where I don't know Bradbury plays, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my, my back is not good. <laughs> right. Um, that's going to be really interesting leading into the game. Red zone a little bit concerning, especially that drive at the end of the first half where most yeah. of the starters were in. Um, Kirk, what are you doing? Why are you throwing in the middle of the field? I, mm-hmm. I mean, that that was a little dumb. And then uh, that one was I just like know. laying on the ball. Yeah, that that was a little weird. Not the weirdest field goal attempt we saw on Sunday. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later, I think. But I don't know. I mean, I I got into the game. I didn't even want to watch it, to be honest. Like, yeah, I, I know yeah. I get paid for yeah. takes and all that stuff. But I mean, I, I just was like, not excited for this game. Let's get to next week. Let's see who our playoff opponent is and let's go from there. So, I mean, I'm not sounding the alarm on anything because here, here's something that could be too, that maybe Kevin O'Connell went in with a preseason playbook and just said, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. He might've mm-hmm. done that against the Packers as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just didn't want to tip his hand. And I mean, I don't know if that means we're going to see more Dalvin Cook halfback passes, which please God, no. Um, but I, I don't think the Vikings brought their full bag of trips tricks to Chicago. Did so, they run an end around? I think they ran an end around yesterday with Adam, Adam Thielen. Thielen. That, was, <laughs> that was a little if, weird. If that wasn't a sign that this isn't what we're going to be running in the playoffs, uh, you know, then I don't know what Just it is. Put it in the back of their mind. Yeah. Like we could do it. We need careful. three yards. We need, we got three yards. <laughs> three, if you're, if you're lucky. He got, he, and he did, I think he got six on that play. So, Ooh, I mean, six. I, I don't know. Like, you usually want to do that with, like, your fastest player, right? Yeah, but, but they did, they, well, they did, uh, I think they ran a screen with Kane Wongwu, and that went actually yeah, pretty well. And I'm like, yeah, what? I saw that. Why, why hasn't this been done? Like, you guys have sucked at screens all year. Why didn't, you have, why haven't you tried, you know, Wongwu in there? And I think Ty Chandler got some action yesterday, too, so. Uh, I don't expect either of those guys to be on offense in the in the playoffs. So even if they they might help, I'm curious about Jalen Naylor. I wonder if they might throw him in there for a downfield shot or something a couple times. And then Irv Smith too. Nice to see him back out there. Um, and then it was good. I think on the defensive side of the ball to see those guys get some reps because it'll be good to keep a lot of those older guys fresh. Uh, Duke Shelley showed up again. Uh, I mean, where did they find this guy? And, That's one and, hell of a pickup. <laughs> yeah. Like He's, between between him and and I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I don't think Duke Shelley is going to be like Darrell Revis or Deion <laughs> Sanders or anything in his career. But for this season right now, the way he's playing, it's like that. That's a hell of a uh, scope. Like you also got Kyrus Tonga, who has been a uh, solid player along the defensive line. I mean, the Bears, what are you doing? Like really, yeah, trying to I get the first. Ryan. They're trying to get the first pick. They thought Duke Shelley was like, oh, he might be good. We gotta get rid of him. Um, <laughs> that's pretty. Mu- You're on, too that's, good. It's like yeah. uh, major league where they just let everybody walk and they give they give everybody like a list of players. And this guy goes, this guy's dead. And he goes, cross them off. Then listen, you know? I mean, why did they put Tim Boyle in the laser like, show? Like Nate, it's not like Nathan Peterman. Like Nate Peterman wasn't playing terrible i don't think it's just the bears they weren't just they weren't playing that well but like i wasn't like oh man they need to get nathan peterman out of there put put tim boyle in there who like 
punt basically punted the ball to Patrick Peterson, um, threw him that pick. But it's yeah. just like it's a little obvious that you guys are trying to lose. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what do they? So, so what do they do with the number one overall pick? Because I was having this conversation with a yeah. friend of mine, and I mean, you lost. You have to games. look at. You have to look at. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Fields. I'm blanking. Bryce Young. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bryce. Bryce Young. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long week, guys. Uh, yeah. You have to look at Bryce Young at 101 because, I don't know, Justin Fields looks a lot like a faster Christian Ponder, uh, especially when you look at his stats. Um, and I love Justin Fields coming out. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you know, my friend's like, well, you know, you could trade down to two and then you could trade down again because you have so many needs. I'm like, oh, the Spielman uh, method. Okay. Just- yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the Bears have a lot of needs, so I think they probably will look to trade down. And get multiple picks. Well, yeah, like you lost all those games with Justin Fields for most of the year. <laughs> if he's the guy you want to build around, you only won three games with him. That's probably not good. I know no. he had literally no one to throw to. He had like Riley Reef blocking for him, who got dominated by Daniel Hunter all day on Sunday. It was like, been here before seen this in practice uh, a lot of times so uh probably wasn't really looking forward to that um but yeah like they got a lot of stuff to build so i think you look at a team maybe like the jaguars who got trevor lawrence they were terrible his first year well it wasn't because of trevor lawrence because of the head coach uh urban meyer but then you know you bring doug peterson in and and they win the division now they're what like eight nine nine and eight not, not the most impressive but they they had a pretty big turnaround. I think that's what you have to hope for if you're a Bears fan next year. It's just like, well, and be as good the as other, the Lions were maybe this year. And here's the other part of that too. You're like, okay, build around Justin Fields. All right, you're already two years into his contract. Like yep. Bryce Young, in all likelihood, is going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. Yep. And yep. you get him on a rookie deal. Plus, you have all the all that cap space and all the picks that polls accumulated. Like I. If I, I, I'm just taking Bryce Young. I'm not, it's I'm a, not reinventing the real wheel yeah. here. And everybody's like, well, you're only going to get a second round pick for Justin Fields. Okay. Is, is, yeah. Is he, is he that? And if, if he goes somewhere else and he blows up, whatever, God bless his heart. I but I mean, they, I think they can get a first round pick. Like look at a team, look at a team yeah. like the Ravens. Let's say Lamar Jackson leaves. They would, they probably give something up for Justin Fields. You can plug him right in the same offense. So. Um, with that mastermind coaching staff in Baltimore, Greg Roman just like, oh, here's Greg, a really Greg really... Roman is like the Ed Donatel of offense, where it's like my my scheme, my scheme. I'm not making adjustments. The players' scheme. I th- I think Lamar Jackson is a perfect fit in like Miami, like the Dolphins. Um, I think you ch- chucking the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. That's that's scary. Um, On the watch. I would love to see the Vikings go after him, but I just don't think he he might. I don't think Lamar Jackson is a good fit for the offense that Kevin O'Connell wants to run. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna develop a running offense. I think like a running quarterback offense. I don't think he's gonna do that. Uh, maybe, but I I don't think so. I think he relies more on pocket passing. So unfortunately, I don't think Lamar Jackson will be coming to the Vikings next year. Um, but yeah, that was basically it from Sunday. Vikings won 13 games this season. 
only the third time in franchise history they've done that. Other two times were 2017, and they won 15 games in 1998. Both of those seasons ended in the conference championship. See if uh, Vikings can do any better this year. Um, also taking place yesterday, yesterday evening, was the Packers playing the Lions. Now, the Seahawks beat the Rams earlier in the day, which meant that the Lions could not make the playoffs. So everyone's like, oh, this is meaningless for the Lions. Like, they're not even going to try. Uh, the Packers, you know, it's easy road in the playoffs. Well, somebody forgot to tell the Lions because the Lions beat the Packers, and the Packers are also not going to the playoffs along with the Lions, and the Seahawks made the playoffs. Uh, the Packers lost on their home field. They lost to... They got swept by the Lions this year, uh, which I, I remember in the first the first loss, I think in the press conference afterward, Aaron Rodgers was like, you can't lose to a team like that. And the Lions like, have been holding that in all year. Like, oh, really? A team like that? Um, and then they lost. Uh, so Packers, I think it's the first time since 2018 that they haven't made the playoffs. Um where would you rank the Packers' loss last night among the most enjoyable parts of the 2022 season? It's almost better when the Packers don't succeed and uh, <laughs> while the Vikings do. I, I don't know where it would rank. Um, I was sweating bullets trying to put it together in newspaper when yeah. all this went down. But, I, I mean, it, it, it feels good for Vikings fans because – you know, I, I'm thinking of one word, and it's fraudulenta. <laughs> Not fraudulent. Yeah. Fraudulenta. Yeah. And, like, I, I think of it that way because... And a really good DVOA. Who's the real frauds? Who who wound up being the real frauds in this yeah, scenario? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. This, this, is like, this is like last year's Vikings. This is yeah. like, or 2020 Vikings, where you just have a bad start. And then you go, well, we got to get back to 500. And I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. Who did they beat? Who did they beat? They beat, you know, Baker Mayfield. And he had been there for less than 10 days. They beat Miami because their quarterback was concussed and thought his name was Granola in the second half. They, they beat Chicago with fast Christian Ponder and the Bears. Like, just. They beat and the then Vikings they, with they a stopped, pick six and a kickoff return. Yes. Yeah, and and I don't know. Maybe like fraudulent was like sounding the cock shell and everybody was like that. But I mean, not only seeing the Packers lose, but seeing them implode was another layer of this that just made it more enjoyable for Vikings. It was a Quay Walker. Quay Walker <laughs> the shoving a trainer, which great week to do that, by the this way. This week, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to make a joke, but I, I'll, I'll just say it off air. But uh <laughs> you know, he's going down the tunnel and like, it was like putting Crying. your kid on timeout yeah. where he's like, I didn't do anything. Uh, like, yeah. why? Uh, he wasn't the only like, one though. There was like two or no, three that, that were no, going up and it, like trying to be, it, be tough guys to a trainer. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and then there's Rasul Douglas who I, I don't even know. Like Pat, Pat McAfee was watching. He's like, uh, F it. I'm just going to grab the football here. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like they lost their minds. They lost their mind. They self-destructed. Yeah. And like Matt LaFleur, you can see it in him. You can see it. He does not know what to do when things go wrong. And like, 
I know Matt LaFleur's win-loss record is great. They were what the Vikings are this year, where you're just like, I don't know how this is a 13-win team, but they got a home field, so yay. And, and like, this is the guy who got to Tennessee as offensive coordinator, saw Derrick Henry stand to Deion Lewis and be like, we're splitting carries. Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing to it? And like interviewing him, you know, they're talking to him. Like Dan Campbell's like, we don't want him to get in. I freaking love Dan Campbell, by the way. Like, I I know he's got the Vikings number in a little way, but he is so awesome in that. Just again, it's Homer Simpson running the power plant energy. Like, you know, he's probably like, we didn't even look at the score. They probably did. But I mean, they're just like, let's establish some momentum. I'm like, what? what's another loss to the Lions at this point? They have a quarterback that they like in Jared Goff. They have weapons around him. They can go get some defenders in the middle of the first round. I like what Detroit is doing. And yeah. I don't know. I think I think a lot of the Lions' success comes from their assistant coaches. So if yeah. a lot of those guys, like Ben Johnson uh, and I believe Aaron mm-hmm. Glenn's the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator, if those guys don't get poached, because Ben I, Johnson's gone, he's gone for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I, I a young think, offensive assistant. Come on, he's he's out of there. Right, and I think like Dan Campbell's strength. I, I he knows a lot more about football than he lets on. Like people just think he's like some big, dumb meathead. He eats footballs. Yeah. Yeah. He literally eats footballs and kneecaps footballs for breakfast and kneecaps Mm -hmm. for dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, but I I think that he's more, his strength is more get the players to play hard and surround him with like Ben Johnson's young masterminds who who are rising stars in the coaching business and have them kind of do the heavy lifting with X's and O's and just yep. kind of oversee everything. I think that's what Dan Campbell's strength is. And I mean, hell, let's see what happens with the Lions next year. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic, but. But isn't that yeah. like some, what some of the, the best head coaches do in like NFL history? You think about it like Bill Belichick, like, yeah, he ran the defense for a while, but eventually he turned it over and he that he didn't really have a whole lot to do with the offense on and special teams and stuff. And he was just really there to just like hold everyone together, like keep it keep things, you know, together, you know, make sure the ship doesn't sink, make sure everyone keeps their, you know, their focus on on what's important. Um, there's plenty of other guys too, like even look at Pete Carroll, it's kind of a similar way where he could run the defense. I'm sure he has a bunch of input on lots of stuff, but um you look, it makes you think like you look back at Mike Zimmer and he probably had his, his, you know, hand a little too deep in the defensive side of the ball where he was calling the plays and stuff when he could have probably just let someone do that. And he could have focused more on some, some other things that would have maybe kept them around. But at the same time, I'm kind of happy he left because the Vikings would just won 13 games. Uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was also very enjoyable to go online and just, I don't like to talk trash until stuff actually happens. I'm not somebody who's going to be like, we're going to beat the Packers in the playoffs or, you know, I can't wait to see them in the playoffs again. Like, I don't, I don't do that. I wait till things happen. Then afterwards, I'm like, oh, what happened? Looks like, uh, you know, your Super Bowl was weak and you forgot to worry that there was another game. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed that. I'm not even going to lie. I enjoyed going on Twitter and being a troll for, good hour or two last night after the game 
<laughs> and even even too, like it, it just seems so sleazy and set up for the Packers to get in the playoffs, didn't yeah. it? With the primetime game playing after the Seahawks and yep. you know, all the announcers being like, Oh, they gotta play the Packers at home in Lambeau Field. Even Aaron Rodgers is doing interviews a couple weeks ago, like well, there's a team at 500 right now. Well, you're not 500, buddy. You're actually looking up at them uh, as you ride off into the sunset or whatever the hell you're going to do. <laughs> it just it, it feels good. It feels good to see them fail. And I know that, you know, that that'll be Packer fan. Oh, typical Vikings fans, whatever. Okay, if there is a Packer fan that's not going to have a sick smile on their face, when the Vikings probably, yeah. and I don't mean to be a pessimist, but I mean, they probably won't win. Only the Super one Bowl, team right? wins, so it's a good chance. Yeah. So so if the Vikings lose in the playoffs, are, are you just going to say, well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, no, be no, like, they're going to troll the shit out of us. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. And I'd be like, well, at least they had a chance to actually lose in the playoffs. The Packers didn't. So uh, one last thing on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm going to ask you, like, are we done with Aaron Rodgers? But I want to go over some, some of his numbers. Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff both had way better seasons than Aaron Rodgers this year. Um, his last two seasons, he was the league MVP this year. Uh, he was not good. He averaged 40 passing yards less per game than he did a year ago. He threw 11 fewer touchdowns. He threw eight more interceptions. His passer rating was uh, 20 points lower. He threw for under 4,000 yards for the first time in a non-injured season since 2015. And they only won eight games. So have we seen the last of Aaron Rodgers, at least in the NFC North? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, it's so it's so weird to see Packer fans right now because I saw a tweet this morning that's like, well, you know, the Packers owe them $57 million, but this is the cheapest off-ramp in the next three, so time to do it is now. It's well, like, you can walk away. He doesn't get that if he walks away. Eat, yeah, and, and that's possible, too. Like I, if, so if you're another team, like let's just throw this out here because that's a hypothetical look at the draft order right now and tell me what team is going to be like, we'll give you a first for Aaron Rodgers, like the Colts, the Colts will do it, but I'm going (laughs) to, but look, but look, look at, look at what's going on right now Yeah, 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 because Detroit has LA's pick. That's a top five pick. Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks have Denver's pick. Top five, top ten, somewhere in there. Um, Cleveland, you don't think they wish they had their first after seeing Deshaun Watson kind of flop around like a fish uh, this year and have that situation spiral out of control? Um, like, you already have a quarterback that's got a couple of questions. Like, people didn't know, like, the questions with Russell Wilson. Like, there are there rumblings, but it was blamed on Pete Carroll, right? Like, Pete Carroll, old curmudgeon, Russell Russell fix everything. Let Russ cook, right? Well, Russ burned the damn house down when he was allowed to cook, so that didn't work real well. Like Aaron Rodgers, it's like he's sitting up there with Lucy in the sky with dragons and all that stuff, and like you know, 
you know, trade, let's say Tennessee trades for him. He gets to, you know, Titan stadium and the walls are melting or something. I don't know, but <laughs> like, like there's a buyer beware with Aaron Rodgers. And if you don't have like the perfect team and the ammo to do it, like you might just be better off looking at some other pissed off quarterback, because that's, I, I think that's going to be the number one name. That's going to be rumored to be, be available this year is like, it's like Aaron Rodgers and nobody else. Well, Tom Brady's a free agent, um, and Lamar Jackson is too. So I think those guys will hopefully, as far as, as far as the trademark, and I think you're trying to say is like yeah. available. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And Lamar I, I can Jackson's see not, he's going to get franchised. I, yeah. I would be shocked if he actually hit the market. But he doesn't want to play for the Ravens, so he's going to be like, sure, you can franchise me, but I'm not going to sign it. So because um, I think yeah. he just wants a, a multi-year deal wherever he goes. Um, like a team like Washington or the Giants. The Giants is one I feel like. Yeah. Daniel Jones is a free agent. Brian Dable's there. He had success with like the Giants, like they have nothing. And Brian Dable got them to the playoffs. Um basically just by good coaching. Like they 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 didn't I don't think they blew anyone really away. They, oh, they beat the Colts a couple of weeks ago by a lot, but everybody does. Except for the Vikings, they need a thirty three point comeback. Um. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know if he he like if he retires he walks away from sixty million, but he's made over three hundred million already in his career. So is money really like? Is that what's driving him right now? I, I don't I don't think so. I think this season's pretty demoralizing. I think he knows that a lot of his his buddies that he wanted to bring back this year probably aren't going to be back next year. Packers are going to be younger next year. Does he want to come back and? Like there's a clip going around today of like Alan Lazard. He's just like, they're like, do you think uh, like 12's coming back? Aaron Rodgers. He's like, I, I don't know, and I don't really care. Like I'm worried about myself. Um, so like he's probably gone. He's going to get his money. So the, the Packers team's going to look a lot different next year, and I think they would be wise to try and figure out a way to to move on to, to mutually part ways uh, with Aaron Rodgers. And I think. To be honest, that Demar Hamlin thing on Monday, I think, is going to impact a lot of people's decisions this offseason, whether to keep playing or not. Because a lot of people were like pretty freaked out about that, rightfully so, because uh, mm-hmm. the guy needed serious CPR on the field to to stay alive. Um, but I think that's going to impact a lot of people this offseason more than we probably think. So, um, real quick, do we? Do, let's just guess. Do we think he's playing next year? I'm going to say no. Rodgers? Yeah. Um, maybe. <laughs> you can't say maybe. <laughs> maybe do, I don't know. Is he going to do a Brady and retire for three months and be like, this sucks, I'm coming back? Yeah. Like, I, I am not. If he does retire, I am he doesn't not have counting kids, him retired so like, until. Yeah. Yeah, he but he wants to, like. Want. He said he wants to go. Oh, traveled some other dimension, probably or something. Oh yeah, you know. Now he's got. Now you know he's got his new hot girlfriend. um, The the daughter of the owner's daughter. Yep, yep, yep. I saw that. Um, I could see him going like uh, you know, you know Jake Plummer is right, like the former Broncos quarterback, Mm -hmm. Cardinals, Jake the Snake. He's got, like yeah, a he's big got that weed. big weed farm or something. Right? <laughs> I can see Rogers doing that. Like he's got this billion dollar weed corporation. It's like, 
yeah it makes sense growing uh, ayahuasca or something yeah. just like yeah man oh yeah all right the yeah so yeah uh, yeah I, I just don't think he's back i don't i, I think this season probably the circumstances and everything like last a lot, he was close last year to to retiring i think the packers need to i think the packers were probably the like the team or the ones that had to convince him to come back more than he wanted to and then they were like we'll give you more money and he was like well okay um he came back and it's just not it's not even that great um the other the last thing from this game the lions they finished nine and eight eight and nine nine and eight nine and eight pretty good pretty good they started one and six finished very strong how worried are you about them next season in the nfc north I think I already said it because I think I think it depends yeah. on the assistants. Who who is in Detroit next season yeah. on Dan Campbell's staff? Like, is it somebody else that kind of has this like young kind of up and coming offensive mm-hmm. mind? Is the pupil of Ben Johnson or Aaron Glenn? Like, I know they got a lot of big names on that coaching staff. I mean, maybe Deuce Daly becomes Deuce the Daly, offensive yeah. coordinator or yeah. something. Like. I don't know. Yeah, like you got Jameson Williams, who I think is going to be a much bigger factor next year. I almost had a long touchdown yesterday, but there was a penalty that called back on that. I'm curious to see what they do about Jared Goff. I think they bring him back because he, he had a pretty good season. Yeah. Um, but they have such a high pick. Like I'm just curious to what they what they're going to use that on. Um, because there's this there's a bunch of good quarterbacks in, in the league. Do they draft someone and maybe develop him? Do they keep building up that defense? Maybe go after like a top corner or, you know, another defensive lineman. Do you add to the offensive line? Like they have a good, like, I don't know. They have a lot of good players. I don't know what you use that high draft pick for, but maybe, maybe they trade out of it and, and get more picks. Um, you know, they like to trade within the division too, with like, like the Vikings, but I think they're on, they're on the up and up. I, I do. I, I think they're the biggest threat to the Vikings next season. I think the Packers are trending backwards. I think the Bears are maybe heading in the right direction. We don't know, really. Um, but the, the Lions are heading in the right direction. And then you got the Vikings, who won 13 games. So I think they're the biggest threat for sure as far as the top of the NFC North Coast next year. You know, injuries permitting and all that stuff. But I... And they're fun. Like when they're when they're not playing the Vikings, I like watching the Lions. They're they're fun to yeah. watch. Their coach is fun. Their players are like like Jamal Williams is hilarious. I don't know if you saw his intro for Sunday Night Football last night. That was hilarious. And his speech, or well, not not speech, but like his interview after the game, where he just did like a complete like one eighty after he was crying about uh, his his great grandfather dying, and then he. Like got an immediate straight face, and he was like, "But don't play with us because we're the Detroit Lions, you know. Like, don't don't mess with us. We heard all the people picking the Packers, you know. We're the Lions, and uh, yeah, they're just they're a fun watch. And I saw somebody say that they should definitely be on Hard Knocks again because that would be uh, must watch because I think uh, they're just, they're just a fun team. Yeah, if you uh, just quick Twitter. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, you were talking and no um sorry that's my bad um but i was just gonna say jamal williams if you follow uh gina trotman who's at wxyz 
she actually was in Rochester at KAL when I was at the Dodge County Independence, but now she's covering the Lions and doing a very good job of it. So if you follow her, uh, you'll see you'll see some Jamal Williams clips there. Pretty damn good. <laughs> that's that's what I wanted to say. All right. Also, Check go follow out. Gina. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I. If they weren't in the NFC North, I feel like it'd be a lot more fun to root for them. But and I'm also thankful they beat the Packers. It's just it's always enjoyable when someone beats the Packers, especially a division rival, especially someone who Aaron Rodgers like doesn't even give the time of day, thinks they're worth nothing, and they're they're like, fine, we'll just beat you anyways. So it was a very enjoyable Sunday, even if it was kind of boring for the Vikings. All right, so the Vikings won. And the Niners won. So the Niners get the two seed. The Vikings get the three seed in the NFC, which means they will be hosting the New York football giants uh, in the first round of the playoffs inside U.S. Bank Stadium next Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Central Time, not noon. Sorry, Kirk Cousins. Um, The number one Fox announced team is covering. What's that? Kevin Burkhardt and uh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi, they're all. That, I think the only game they did for the Vikings was the the Packers game, Week One, and then the Vikings yeah. won that game. So uh, I think you're right. So so far so good with that team. The Vikings are favored right now by three on FanDuel. Vikings are undefeated so far this year, twelve and zero whenever they're favored. So that seems like a good sign. Just right now, what's your confidence level in the Vikings beating the Giants on Sunday? It's uh, leaning towards beating them. I, I don't think it's like all the way over. Cause that was, right. that was an intense game. And like we said earlier, there are some mm-hmm. things that we should be concerned about moving forward. Like that mm-hmm. offensive line, the pass rush, mm-hmm. uh, wink Martindale, who sounds like a game show host. I think there's a game show host <laughs> with the same name. Ooh, wink, uh, wink versus Harry styles. Part two wink versus hate and wink versus AJ styles. What? Um, <laughs> I I'd pay to watch that actually, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, their pass rush is an issue offensively. I mean, Saquon Barkley, I mean, you make one mistake, he could go to the house. We saw that in the first game. Yep. and But, I mean, the first meeting, the Vikings kind of were in control for most of the game. I mean, it was yep. it was a little bit of a white-knuckle ride, but you never felt like things were getting out of control, which is kind of like most Vikings games. And I don't know if New York's got the offense to go randomly hang you know, a 40 burger on the Vikings and blow them out of the game. I right. think of the like any game that stays close, I feel confident about this team. If the team goes out and they get blown away by 30 points in the first half, I'm not feeling so great. But I mean, I don't think the Giants can do that, no. especially offensively. So if Vikings well, we go did. out there, get an early lead, I think they can I think they can win this game. I was going to say, well, we didn't think the Colts could do that, but uh, they did that mm-hmm. too. Um, so you never know sometimes. But yeah, but I, I, but, but I, I will <laughs> say this about the Colts game. The Vikings gave them short fields did, all the way did. through the first they half. Did. They're like, it's so a fourth don't, down. Don't we get... should go for it on our 30-yard line. <laughs> Frustrated Madden player, just like, yeah. oh, screw it. And, you, for, you, didn't, you didn't mention Kenny Galladay. He had a touchdown yesterday for, for the Giants. I think did he get his 75 catches to get his bonus <laughs> or whatever it is? <laughs> Stop those memes. He only needs, what a he only bust. Needs, he only needs 75 catches to get a bonus on Sunday. Jesus. <laughs> He's making plenty of money. He didn't even need that bonus. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel fairly fairly high, I would say, confidence-wise in the Vikings. Even I would say 
I still feel pretty good, even if Garrett Bradbury doesn't play. I think Chris Reed wasn't terrible yesterday. I think I looked at PFF. His grade was like um, in the 60s, but like he only gave up one pressure in the pass rush. Um, but I think the thing, too, like we we worry about, you know, backups playing. If 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 Kevin O'Connell, I think, has a week to prepare, they're they're much better off. Like you think of, um, like the was it the Cowboys game when when Darisaw went out, um, and they put Brandle in there, and he was just like getting annihilated, overmatched, yeah, yeah. And then the next week, they they developed, they had a game plan where they helped him. I think it was against the Patriots, and the Patriots had like the best, you know, the guy leading league leader in sacks, and they they stopped him. Uh, with Brandle and they had a plan for it. So I think like if you if O'Connell has a whole week to prepare, then it's much easier for them to to do well. But yeah, I feel fairly confident. Like you said, they were control for most of the game, even though they won by three in week sixteen. I think I looked it up. The Vikings were leading, or the score was tied for more than fifty minutes of the sixty minutes in regulation. So that's pretty good. Um, and yeah, like the Giants, they don't have offensive firepower i think the vikings can throw some wrinkles at them that they have been probably storing like kevin o'connell's been storing some stuff for the playoffs probably that he hasn't been showing the last few weeks just to just to be ready like even defensive wise who knows what they could do maybe they'll blitz um (laughs) let's not get too crazy um the scheme though gotta stick with the scheme yeah i i feel i feel fairly confident that they can do it now if they lose to the Giants, will this season be looked at as a failure for the Vikings? I think so. I, I mean, I think the front office will see it as a success because they won. They got in the playoffs. That's what they want to do. Like, that's goal number one is just make the playoffs yeah. every year. But, I mean, to be in this position, I think you got to win a playoff game. I, I think you have to beat the Giants. And I mean, this is two rookie head coaches. So, I mean, Kevin yep. O'Connell's got a bit of an edge there. Brian Dable has had a lot of experience with the Bills in playoff situations. So maybe that gives him a bit of an advantage here. Connell's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I <laughs> forgot about Okay, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just... I would say if they go out and they get blown out by 40, they have to think seriously about making changes to this roster. And I think some of them are coming. I, I think there's going to be some moves that kind of raise some eyebrows this offseason either way. But <coughs> um, yeah, yeah. And Donatel, uh, maybe some players being jettisoned or restructured. I don't know. Maybe pay cuts somewhere. I'm thinking of someone in particular. But um, hmm. yeah. I, I just, you know, man of the year, if, if they don't, if they don't get to the next round, yep. I mean, if they it, win Sunday, I, I think they have to win Sunday that, that it would suck to lose on Sunday like that. That's just putting it in fan terms like it, it would just suck because you're not going to remember a season like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Then we got crushed by the Giants. Go win. Yeah, I think the Giants have a, actually a lower point differential than the Vikings this year. We've heard all about point differential this year and the, the the Giants actually I think have a minus six point differential. I think Kevin Seifert tweeted Rods. that today. <laughs> um the Vikings haven't won a a home game in the wild card round. Do you know when? 
home game in the wild card round. It's been a long time. Very long time. Um, wasn't 19. No. Divisional. That was a divisional one. Close. Hmm. I know you're thinking seven. No. Uh, 99. Jeff oh, oh, they did play wild card in 99. I, once I said 87, I started thinking about, um, the Randall Cunningham game. That was a way against though. the giants. Yep. That was on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Jeff, oh, did Jeff you say George. Home? Yep. Yep. Jeff George, 99. I think it was against the Cowboys. Um, and they went on the road and got blasted by the Rams. Um, that was not fun. No. Uh, but the last two were 2015. You were there. Blair Walsh mm-hmm. game. Technically home. Technically not. It's in TCF. Bank Stadium outside. And then the other one was 2008. With Tavares Jackson against the Eagles, um, at home there with with Brad Childress. So it's been a while since they won the first round of the wild card round, but uh, at home. But I think they can do it. I think they can snap that streak. Um, as far as this season as being a failure, if they lose on Sunday, I would say at this moment, yeah, I would I would agree with you. I think it would be a failure, but I think in terms, kind of like what you said, in terms of the overall picture. In their first year with a brand new head coach, a brand new GM, I think they already feel like it's been a pretty good success, and they've got to be pretty excited about uh, the future of this franchise, regardless of how how Sunday goes. So I think that overall it's been a success. But yeah, you're thirteen and four. You're the three seed. You should beat this team on Sunday. Um, but we'll see. You never know. Uh, last question. It's uh, the first round of play. Super wild card weekend next weekend. Games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And you got the divisional round, conference championship, Super Bowl. Let's just do early guesses right now. Who do you think is going to represent the AFC and the NFC in the Super Bowl? I haven't even looked at the standings, man. <laughs> this weekend's been so you bad. You, it, it you just, want me to give you the Yeah, the, give me the, the standings? Okay, yeah, who, who got home field in the AFC? Like I said... I've been Chiefs. in jackrabbit mode all weekend. So, um, congrats to the oh. South Dakota State football team, by the way. Yeah, when's the last time they won the championship? Uh, never, never. They really? Actually, here's the thing: they uh, they made a beer uh, inspired by the team, and they won. They finally won the big before one. Before I die. Uh, yeah, there could be there could be <laughs> another team that has another beer named after them. Maybe they can win the big one. I don't know. Um, but, in the AFC. Number one seed, you got the Chiefs. Number two is the Bills. And I believe if the Chiefs and Bills play uh, in the championship game, it'll be an, at a neutral site. Because um, the Bills would have had a chance to be the number one seed if they if the game against the Bengals was finished. Uh, the Bengals are the three seed. The Jaguars are the four seed. Chargers are the fifth seed. Ravens are the sixth seed. And the Dolphins snuck in as the seventh seed in the playoffs. Over the NFC, you got the Eagles at the one seed, the Niners two seed, the Vikings the three seed, the Bucks the four seed, the Cowboys the fifth seed, the Giants the sixth seed, and of course the Seahawks, not the Packers, as a seventh seed. Screw it, let's go Bills Vikings. Ooh yeah, <laughs> why not? I would love to pick the Vikings, but I just think there's. I hate, I hate that this is my pick. The Bengals, because they just, they won eight in a row. They're on a tear. 
and the Niners. Like sure, the defense is just too good. Like yeah, you, you talk about and they, they just got Debo Samuel back, Kittle's healthy, McCaffrey's healthy. Like I was expecting all these guys to be hurt. They're not. They're getting healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Bengals and Niners. It's like a did they play each other in like the eighties in the Super Bowl? They did. Yeah, they that was uh, that was the John Candy Super Bowl. Yeah. So like, yeah. Is that when he died? No, that was where Joe, Joe Montana spotted him in the huddle. Oh. I think they were on like their own too, and like I think Joe Collinsworth. Is that think, John Candy up there? I think Chris Collinsworth played in that game. One of those. Uh, yeah, he was the Bengals receiver. Um, Here's a guy, but <laughs> oh man, he had to. Did he wear a bib last night when he was talking about? Never mind. Um, <laughs> so I got the Bengals and Niners, and you got the Vikings. And I would love if your pick happens. I would like the football gods would lose their mind because they'd be like, we have no idea who's going to win this game. Asteroid also, just hits the planet. Also, yeah. if the Bills get in the Super Bowl after what just happened, there is 0% chance they're losing. Yeah. 0%. There is no way. Like, the first play yesterday was a kickoff return for a touchdown. Come on. Uh, I think they returned a kickoff at 3.03 for a touchdown. It was the first kickoff return in three years and three months. Oh, gotcha. Which is insane. crazy. Um, yeah. So if they can, they're not losing if they get to the Super Bowl. So I'll see. But that'll do it for us today. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like this video. Also, follow Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, the audio version of this podcast will be available in the morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.